0: Welcome to the Rockwell ISD Podcast, Keeping It Real with Dr. V Real. I'm your host, Dr. V, and today we're talking about the upcoming 2021 bond proposal with Dr. Amy Ellis, Chief of Curriculum and Instruction, and Todd Bradford, Principal of Rockwall Heath High School, and Mr. Kevin Samples, Principal of Rockwall High School. Join us now as we discuss important topics related to educating our most important customers, our students. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Rockwell ISD Podcast, Keeping It Real with Dr. V. Real. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Rockwell ISD, and you can find us on our Rockwell ISD website at rockwellisd.com slash podcast. I'm your host, Dr. V, and today we're talking about the 2021 bond proposal, specifically the ninth grade centers included in the bond proposal that will be on the ballot for voters on November 2nd. Today is the second of a series of bond podcasts over the next several weeks. We will highlight different aspects of the bond propositions in more detail during these series. And today's podcast is a discussion about ninth grade centers. So it's very obvious that Rockwall County is growing. In spite of the current pandemic, families continue to move here to our community, our great community. Uh, they experience the quality of life found here in Rockwall County, Rockwall, Texas. Um, heath texas fate you name it uh, we're, we're experiencing that also we have a great district and people want to be here mr samples how's enrollment going at rockwell high school
1: we are definitely enrolling new kids every day right now we're roughly close to three thousand students i think the last time i checked we were at about twenty-nine seventy-six, and that was last week at the end of the week so definitely about 200 more than what we'd had the previous school year and you know, it's, 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 we can feel it in the hallways, we can feel it in the classrooms.
0: Well, you've done a great job with, with starting, start up there and managing the enrollment growth along with uh, the systems that we have for providing CTE services over at Gene Burton. Mr. Bradford, Rockstar Principal at Heath, how's enrollment growing uh, or going, actually, at uh, the high school there? You
2: know, Dr. V, it's kind of similar to Rockwell High. We're up a couple hundred students, uh, actually just enrolled some more today, met some uh some new enrollees from out of state, that seems to be the trend. Uh, we're we currently around 2820, has been as high as 2875, but like Rockwell High when just everything's settled and um, we got the no-shows who didn't uh, obviously show the first day and so forth. We've got the number down to 2820, Still still pretty crowded to be honest with you. Hallways are very tight and currently our cafeteria is super tight, but you know we're making the most of the situation.
0: Appreciate that. Um, You know, the district has been addressing growth for some time. Uh, We've been working on this for over a four-year period. Our Board of Trustees uh, approved a committee to look at uh, facilities bond planning. That committee reviewed for many months, had a COVID year that was was interrupted in terms of the planning. We continue to grow as the district. Uh, That committee included grandparents, teachers, and students along with community and business leaders to help bring a recommendation for a $475.8 million bond package to impact every student in Rockwell ISD. Uh, As everybody needs to understand, there are two separate propositions requiring individual votes. Proposition A includes a new middle school to provide relief at Kane Middle School and establishes pure feeder patterns for families. Add classroom space to the middle schools as we move sixth grade out of the elementary schools and into the middle schools. We are looking at two ninth grade campuses, one on the north side of 30, one on the south side of 30 for Rockwall High School and Rockwall Heath to relieve some of that enrollment congestion at the current buildings. Uh, one side is located off of 1141 for the Rockwell High School potential ninth grade center. And then at Rockwall Heath High School, that ninth grade center would be located um, on the Gene Burton College and Career Academy site. We're also looking at replacing one of our oldest elementary schools, Rochel Elementary, in this bond. And then more modernization to security and improvements in facilities district-wide, along with the needed bus purchases for our bus fleet, and then we have to separate that out into a second proposition, proposition B, which includes updates to classroom computers, Chromebooks to meet the lifecycle replacements for all campuses. We're going to provide interactive multimedia displays in the classroom for our students to enhance learning and then Wi-Fi con- connectivity and infrastructure to accommodate all the usages that we all the usage that we have with technology. You know because of the overcrowding especially at our high schools the very question we are asked all the time is when will these ninth grade centers open
2: you know dr v uh, being a part of the committee and um, looking at this process the proposi- if the proposition does pass in november my understanding is that it takes a little bit of time when you're looking at uh, these large facilities. The planning process with the architects and engineers and so forth, and the city planning will take usually takes about a year, and then with the size of building and the scope of the job, you know, you're talking an additional eighteen to twenty-four months after that to get the job completed. So, realistically, it's going to be again hypothetically, it passes in in November. It would probably open in the fall of 2024, is my understanding, as far as the time of that particular project. Yeah,
0: well said, Mr. Bradford. August 2024, architectural design in the first year, 18 months to two years to build the actual facility. And so in the meantime, you know, ideas for how do we accommodate growing enrollment um, should this pass uh, over the next three years while we're going through the process um, of of adding new facilities. Dr. Ellis, did the committees consider the pros and cons of the ninth-grade centers?
3: Absolutely, the committee did, and we had a very lengthy, uh, multiple discussions over the pros and cons. Um, some of those being uh, talking about lower construction cost, lower long-term operational cost, uh, more efficient use of district space, um, i.e., not having half-empty buildings uh, as needed for increased growth or stalled growth. Uh, We talked about lower tax rate impact to the taxpayer. Uh, It does not require rezoning. Uh, Our students could have a a pure feeder pattern, meaning uh, with the uh, opening of four middle schools and then the two ninth grade centers, um, all our Utley students would no longer have to split between Rockwell Heath and Rockwell High School once they leave Utley, and then more individualized attention available for our ninth grade students whose uh, needs are very different at that age.
0: I yeah, appreciate that, Dr. Ellis. I know the ninth grade centers that are being built um, with additional growth in mind, possibly in the future, those buildings will be built in a way that could accommodate added facility improvement, whether that be a 10th grade center in the future or even a third or fourth high school in the future to accommodate growth. When planning for academics and, and looking at ninth grade centers in the planning, do you anticipate many students shuttling back and forth from the ninth grade center as an example to a high school.
3: Sure. For advanced courses, for CTE courses, fine arts and athletic courses, you're right. We could be looking at something similar that's happening right now with Jean Burton College and Kerr Academy, where there are shuttles between campuses, between ninth grade centers uh, to accommodate our students' needs uh, academically ath- for athletics as well as for fine arts.
0: For the most part, though, kids would remain at the ninth grade center. There could be a time or two, depending on the class, we'd probably, if, we, if needed, we would move teachers um, to the ninth grade campus campus to help accommodate student needs. But classrooms would be built to accommodate CTE facilities, the advanced academics for a ninth grade center. That whole campus would be for ninth grade kids and designed to meet their needs. All right, Dr. Ellis, how will advanced classes and extracurricular activities work for students?
3: So somewhat similar to uh, our response for uh, transportation for CTE courses. For advanced courses, fine arts, athletic courses, there is a possibility of students being shuttled between campuses. If it's a course that's not specifically designed for a freshman, if there's a ninth grade student that's participating at a higher level, possibly a junior, senior level course, or athletic participation or fine arts activity, that student could certainly be shuttled back and forth between their traditional high school.
0: All right. So will the ninth grade centers have athletic fields and fine arts areas?
1: It's my it's my understanding that, that the plan is to have both those facilities prepared for, should the future happen and that be a third high school, have the facility set up to provide the services for a comprehensive high school. So yes, it'll have all the facilities at the ninth grade center uh, that you would have at a comprehensive high school. Yeah,
0: practice fields, fine arts areas. You know, again, to your point, Mr. Samples, it will be designed for a future third or fourth high school if needed years and years and years from now. So when you talk about Rockwell ISD and the enrollment growth, on average, we've been growing around 2% over the last few years. We're seeing some increase in that this school year. and um, But all in all, growth has been this steady, slow, we're showing growth around 2%. Uh, that kind of thing is, you know, as the district considers ninth grade centers, can you speak to what it means as it relates to feeder patterns?
1: No, I can for Rockwell High School. I think the, the things that we run into uh, with Utley is those students split between me and Heath High School. And so if you're trying to partner with a particular middle school to try to shore up gaps that your kids may have when they're coming up, it's hard to do that whenever half those students or a third of those students are going to Heath High School. And so trying to pinpoint exactly what you need to do to, to help those students and support them along the way when you're having to split them. Yeah, so,
0: that's a good point. And nobody has more experience at Utley than the <laughs> former middle school principal of Utley. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the campus split? I know we had some kids that go to Rockwell you know, High start, School. It starts today. all the way back
2: at elementary, V. Um, you know, when I was at Utley, we had students from eight different elementaries that fed in, some on the south side, some on the north side. And then those elementaries, some of those split. So you had, for example, Rochel. We had students from Rochel. We had students from Springer. But they also had students from Rochold, Springer, Shannon, that also went to Kane Middle School. So it was a very odd pattern to have students who came to the same elementary, split to middle school, and then possibly came back together in high school. That didn't make a whole lot of sense. So this would help solve that. To create that true, you know, the feeder system to where the students know from the get-go, I'm gonna be a a Heath Hawk or I'm gonna be a Rockwell Yellow Jacket. And building the community within the community Um, And just building that camaraderie and the spirit of, you know, the jack of fight never dies and and the win the day, you know, that that starts early. That starts in kindergarten because people will truly know exactly the path that they're going. It just helps create against that sense of community um, that's kind of been missing with the way that the third middle school has been split over the years, splitting elementaries in the process. So that will definitely help with that.
0: Yeah, spot on to parent concerns that have been shared with me. I know upon my arrival, many of the Utley parents had talked about having you know, their their students have, you know, great friends at, at the middle school level. And then I believe 70% or so of the students would go to Rockwell High School, 30% would go to Heath. This actual bond proposal would eliminate they eliminate some of those challenges um, as we uh, maintain peer feeder patterns. All right, principal, just a, a question. I know that we see sometimes kids practicing in the hallways, um, doing the best they can to, to uh, master their routines with limited gym space at the current high schools. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about gym space and and meeting the needs of our kids and all the programs uh, as we continue to grow in the future?
1: I'd say this, uh, you know, growing and being a a school of about 3,000 students right now, gym space is at the premium. You know, you have kids that you're encouraging to be involved in all the different uh, organizations and they share space. And so trying to share that space is very difficult when you have gymnastics, you have wrestling, you have your drill team, you have your basketball team, you have volleyball, all trying to compete for the same space. And uh, it's very difficult to try to organize that and making sure that that's taken care of during the school day or even a little bit before school and a little bit after school, knowing that you have games at night and knowing that you've got to make sure and take care of practice. So, uh, you know, if this bond passes – gymnasium space is gonna is part of that bond and being considered for that and that's uh, something that's really a premium at Rockwell High School I'm sure it's very similar at uh, Heath High School as well with Todd.
0: Yeah Mr. Bradford what what would an extra gym do for you at at, uh, Heath High School now?
2: Well goodness Uh, just like Kevin said it has been a struggle for years just to have a system in place where we can ensure that our kids do have a place to practice Um, you know again most people think of it only as an athletic venue, but it's more than that. Um, as, you, as you mentioned, we have, on, particularly on hot days or inclement weather days, we have very limited space that we can practice. And so you, also, you have your fine arts groups, um, band, our indoor uh, percussion uh, group, for example, uses it every day in the spring. Well, we also have basketball happening. Um, you know, we also have Drill and Cheer are in their competitive seasons. Um, again, with that limited space, it's it's a challenge to, to have the kids be able to excel at the highest level. You know, they, they've done a good job with it, but I can only imagine how much more um, our kids can – can gain from an experience whenever they have full, full-time full access to a little bit more space and not have to to come in at crazy odd times in the morning or stay late late in the evenings just to be able to have some space to, to yeah, perform. We've heard
0: a lot of that from our parents who, who talk about needing more space for their kids and programs. Uh, this would include an additional gymna- gymnasium at both high schools along with gyms at two ninth grade centers. So so that would that would definitely meet some needs on the current enrollment and, and the future growth for all of our students. Appreciate that. Yes sir. What would the taxpayer impact be if both propositions passed? The actual Rockwell ISD tax rate has decreased over 17 cents since 2015. Rockwell ISD's current tax rate is the lowest it's been in 31 years and the lowest in the area. And Rockwell ISD has earned multiple awards for fiscal responsibility, financial management, and transparency, and we're very proud of that. Just a reminder, voters will see two propositions on the ballot which require separate votes. Just as a reminder, Election Day is November 2nd, and early voting runs through October 18th through October 29th. For more information, you can find out more about the bond if you go to the rockwellisd.com slash 2021 bond proposal to uh, find more information there. If both propositions are approved, the tax rate if both propositions are approved, the tax rate will increase approximately three quarters of a penny. Bonds will not be sold until the bonds are required to pay for capital projects. The short-term projects will be financed only through short-term bonds. You need to know that homeowners 65 years of age or older will see no increase in their property tax rate now or in the future if they have filed for their senior citizen homestead exemption. All right, that's it for this episode of Rockwell ISD Podcast, Keeping It Real with Dr. V. Real. I'm your host, Dr. V. And I want to thank my guest, Dr. Amy Ellis, Chief of Curriculum and Instruction, Todd Bradford, Principal of Rockwall Heath High School, and Kevin Samples, Principal of Rockwall High School. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Rockwell ISD, and you can find us on our website at rockwellisd.com slash podcast. Thank you for listening today. And we'll see you next time. Until then, I'm Dr. V.